Can I just say, you're a rare find. Running a brick and mortar business, raising some kiddos, and juggling all of life's offerings. Let's just be real and call you what you are. You're a rebel woman. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears in creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk shop for hours, because I get it. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, and I'm your visibility coach for brick-and-mortar businesses who want more clients coming into their doors. I have a passion for helping and serving those who are also living life on the edge, going for their dreams, and creating a legacy through their kick-ass business. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty-gritty of running a successful brick-and-mortar. We're going to share stories, talk strategy, and learn practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the life of your dreams. So let's get real. And now, your host, Ms. Melissa Rose, who's such a rebel woman that she drives her minivan like it was a Lexus. Hey there, rebel women. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. It is so great to be here as always, and I want to say a big thank you to all of you for choosing to put me in your ears. We've had some changes around here. For those of you that have been around, you may have noticed a new title, a new graphic, a new intro, all the things, and I could not be more excited about this tweak in what we are doing here on the podcast. For those of you that are brand new, welcome! My name is Melissa Rose, and I am your visibility coach. I love helping brick and mortars get more visibility and more clients coming in their doors. Why? Because I am a brick and mortar business owner myself. I have a business that is 12 years old, and I totally get it, and I totally understand the different things that we have to do as brick and mortar businesses. And I specialize in helping those businesses that are five years or less because those are crucial years. According to the SBA, 50% of us fail that first five years. And I want more of us to succeed and I want more female business owners to succeed. So that is my passion and I'm super excited about where we are headed here on the podcast. Besides running a couple of businesses, I am also a mama to five kiddos ages 17 down to eight, and it's just fun and crazy all the time. When not working or being a mama, I enjoy long walks or hikes, and I love boxing with my besties and my family and reading the latest self-development book with a cold beer in hand. If you love what you hear today on the podcast, I invite you to come on over to the Facebook group, the Rebel Women Group, where I come in every week to share with you a tip, tool, or strategy that I've learned in my business to help you in yours. It's a time where I get really real and share with you something, whether it's team or whether it's strategy or whether it's visibility or whether it's mindset, I just get really real and share it with you every Friday. And it's also a place for community and networking and sharing what you're doing in your business and cheering each other on. So if that interests you, come on over. We'd love to have you. Today, we are going to continue our Make Your Business Boom series. Last week on the podcast, I talked about insurance and my personal story of working with an insurance 
agent. I had four tips that I shared with you, and I recommend that you go back and listen to that because it tees up this episode really well. So last week's episode was number 65, and I give four tips on what you should look for and think about when working with an insurance agent. This interview today is all about the person behind the insurance. Beth De La Forest is a lovely soul. I've gotten to know her over the past year. We are in a mastermind together. She has crushed her business, especially this past year, but she has done very well for herself. And I think you will be able to tell why just by her character in the way she carries herself and in the way she speaks. She is a very special person. And does great work for her clients. So she's going to share some nuggets on what you should ask and how you should ask for it as far as insurance. So she'll share some nuts and bolts there, but she's also going to share the nitty gritty of what she has had to do in her business. And that is going to be so, so powerful. I just know it. I know you're going to love it. So sit back, enjoy, and learn from the beautiful Beth De La Forest. Welcome back to the podcast and tell everybody who you are, what you do, and who you serve. My name is Beth Dela Forest. I own Aspire Insurance Group. We're an independent insurance agency serving Minnesota and Wisconsin. And my passion is business owners. And how long have you been doing it? I actually started when I was 20 as a receptionist and have at this point, worked on all sides of the agencies, so CSRs and sales, and then I launched Aspire in 2014, so 20 years in total, but six and a half with Aspire. So Beth, what did you want to be when you grew up? (laughs) I wanted to be an equine vet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 But I seriously, like, I mean, I went after it. I actually, at one point, not anymore, knew all the bones in a horse's body. That is a lot. And I don't even remember how many there are, but I I knew all of them. Wow. (laughs) So you like working with business owners. Is there a certain type of business owner, like construction, or is is it just kind of all over? It's funny because I hear so many people talking about niching. And I would say in insurance, I hear it a lot too, you know, find your niche. And I'm going to challenge that in insurance because I've seen so many people in insurance niche in something and then the market turns Mm -hmm. and then their business tanks. So I have intentionally stayed a generalist when it comes to business and commercial insurance. That allows my agency to stay very stable. I would say though, if I were to describe my best fit for a client, it would be someone who is engaged, meaning they're interested in being covered properly. They ask good questions and it's more of a collaborative relationship. So what are some of these great questions people should ask? Because insurance is one of those nitty gritty things that we all need. We don't really like to talk about. It's not very sexy, but it's fun for you. So what are some good questions people should be asking or thinking about when looking for an insurance person? First of all, you want to know how many companies they represent. So for us, for instance, we are an independent agency. And what that means is we represent, well, currently over 70 different companies. So we're able to go out to the marketplace and shop for the right company to fit your business. So you want to ask that because there are some agencies that will only represent one company and then 
you just have limitations oftentimes in coverages or maybe the rates won't be quite as good. The next question you want to ask is, are they versed in business insurance? There's some agencies that are just really, really good at personal lines insurance. That's wonderful, but you really want to find an agency that is just well-versed in commercial insurance so they can help advise you as to coverages that would fit your needs or as your business grows and changes and challenges come, they'll be able to help tailor coverage to your business and give you sound advice. And you are a mama. And I want to talk a little bit about that. Like how do you raise your kiddos and how does that play into how you parent? Two kids, uh, daughter's 14, son is 12. Okay. And we homeschool. So that adds another layer. We homeschool as in before COVID happened Mm -hmm. and distance learning was a thing, we homeschooled. So when children are raised in an environment where there's entrepreneurship going, I think it shifts their worldview. I think it opens up just a whole different thoughts of what you could do or maybe even removes limitations, limited beliefs Mm -hmm. of what they can and can't do. So it's a balance. I'm back between offices, my office up north in Minnesota, my office here in Hudson, and then at home a lot. Sometimes I don't know where I'm going to land, but I've also found too, though, that the more that my business has grown, the more I'm able to not be working as much too. So that's been really Mm -hmm. great. So I would love if you're comfortable to share your strategy to growing your business. What was your key thing to do to grow your business? So my key thing has actually been word of mouth. That is it. That's literally all I've done. I have not advertised. So that's been how I've approached things. And the reason why I'm passionate about that is when you build from scratch, as I have, and you build through word of mouth, you oftentimes are attracting similar people to you. Like attracts like. And so you end up building a business full of families and businesses that you love working with. And it doesn't feel like a chore versus in some of my prior experiences at agencies that I've worked at, you know, there is a lot of buying leads and that type of thing. And you just typically see a higher defective rate and people that maybe don't match your style of business. And so it's been able to help us grow consistently, but also with the quality of clientele that we're looking for for the long term. And they stay. So it's been good. When you're working with insurance or working with a lawyer or working with a bookkeeper, kind of those base people, word of mouth is huge because you do want to find somebody that you know, like, and trust and has your values and same kind of moral compass. I mean, once you make that investment into that person, that's a long-term commitment. That's not a six-month commitment. That could be a 40-year engagement with somebody. That's why I highly encourage you to really do your homework and meet with different people and not just go with the first person that you meet. This is somebody that you are going to have in your wheelhouse for long-term and you don't want to be moving around a lot. It's just a lot of time and energy that you don't need to spend if you can set it up right. I agree. And making sure that it's a good fit both ways. A lot of times, especially I would say in insurance, it's been commoditized so much and I get it. 
And price is always going to be important in insurance. I agree. That's part of the reason why we're independent, so we can shop around. But more importantly, you know, your coverage is the most important. And who you're working with is is important, too, that there's trust there, that you like how they work with you. I mean, there's agencies that still would niche in the walk-in, pay-by-cash type of person, or there's what other agencies that are really highly automated and haven't touched cash in 10 years. Mm-hmm. So how business is done and making sure it's the right fit is is really important. Can you tell us, because we're talking to a lot of entrepreneurial people on the podcast, many of them are solopreneurs, you know, maybe taking a side hustle and leveling up or a few mm-hmm. years into their business. Can you tell us, because insurance isn't that glamorous and sexy to talk about, can you tell <laughs> us a story of maybe a success story of why, or maybe a not so successful story of why you want to think about some things? So I have a story. This is going to be a more established business claims example, but it will kind of get to your attention of how important making sure the correct coverages are in place. I insure a lot of parking garages in Minneapolis, and this particular client has a parking garage, and they had an incident where, and this is in the you can't make it up category, but that's kind of what happens with claims, right? There's a housing unit inside the parking garage, and it houses a heater, and the heater is specifically to keep the pipes it makes sure that the pipes don't freeze Mm -hmm. right and so the pipes are for the fire suppression system that's that runs all throughout the parking garage so what happened is the heater in the housing unit it broke down it defected the pipes froze inside the parking garage burst and it flooded the parking garage. It just so happened to be that the housing unit for this heating system was right next to the elevator. And so when it flooded, it flooded down the elevator, down the elevator shaft, into the basement of a hospital. And so the hospital had standing water a couple inches So that was a huge emergency. Everything was covered. The claim ended up turning out really great because little did we know that there had been new codes that had been released for the elevator. So the elevator got a huge upgrade and the hospital was made back whole. Nobody was hurt in the process and all the property was, was covered and everything was restored back. But had you not had the proper coverages in force, between the cleanup and being able to pay for those code upgrades with the elevator and replacing the elevator and the housing units, there was potential for there to be an extremely large amount of money out of pocket had it not mm. been covered properly. So yeah, there's a, and fluky things like that just happen, you know? What do you see that are common mistakes or like one common mistake that people do or don't do? I would say the biggest mistake you can make as a business owner is to just look at the bottom line and Mm -hmm. to look at the price. The quality of the agency, the quality of the company that you're with, and making sure you have the proper coverages is so important. And I would also say knowing the most common issues that your line of business would run into Mm -hmm. in the industry that you're in, what are the most common issues that you run into 
claim situations, you usually know that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then making sure that there's specific coverage for those issues. And how often should people revisit their insurance? Should it be a yearly appointment checking in with their advisor? I think our industry would tell me to say to you, (laughs) every year you should be reviewing your insurance. If you're doing the same thing you've done, and just, you know, growing your business, but the dynamics of the business haven't necessarily changed. I don't think you have to necessarily remarket it or revisit it every year. But I would say, you know, triggers would be, you know, if you're seeing significant amount of growth. But I would say it, it would probably depend on, number one, what your growth looks like. Number two, is the dynamics of your business, have they, have they changed how you're operating Um, maybe some products and services being added or possibly even deleted. Those would be triggers of when to check. Or if you're seeing a huge increase in rate, you know, if you're with an independent agent, you can check it back in with them because they'll be able to remarket for you. They should be reaching out to you, I would say, at least every other year to review. What we do is um, we do service contracts. So when we review those accounts, those large ones, we do review those on an annual basis. And when we review those, we agree with them when throughout the year we're going to connect. So let's talk a little bit personal stuff. In your business, you've been in business six years, six plus years. What is a moment in your business, in your journey when you're like, I got this, I own it, I can do anything? So I would say I have a mini one and then I have a big one. So my my mini one would be, I started the agency from scratch, which means from completely zero. So even just launching an agency, I never thought ever, ever (laughs) I would be in that position. So I did that and I had always had a very quiet goal that after I had organically grown that um, I'd like to buy an agency. And um, then I had actually, through a very strange sequence of events, had an opportunity to purchase another agency last year in the middle of the year. So then we doubled at that point. So after that experience, I think those two combined, I've realized like I can take my limitations that I've always thought I had and they're kind of just gone now. (laughs) Okay, so what nitty gritty... Do you do every day, either business or personal, that you have to do that you know is going to propel either personally or professionally? So I would say for me, it is my morning routine. So I get up at 530 and I am one that needs to work out right away in the morning or I will not do it at all. I will talk myself out of it the entire day. So that, and then I, I just do some a devotional and quiet time and coffee after that. And then I go upstairs and get ready for the day. And so I'm ready to hit the ground running and welcome my team in for the day at eight. What nitty gritty are you dealing with in your business? I never envisioned this. Um, That's why it's nitty gritty. (laughs) (laughs) This one has been hard. There's somebody on our team um, who needed to retire. And I could see that they weren't necessarily ready themselves. And so I've had to navigate that process. What makes it complicated is I I want this person to feel honored and not like the rug's been pulled out from under them, even though this is a hurtful thing to do, to have someone forcing them into retirement, but doing it in a way that's gentle and kind and 
still holding that person in high esteem, but that person accepted last Monday. Navigating that and doing it well took a few months of thinking through things and navigating and positioning and talking. That says so much about your character, Beth, because you have a gift of gently telling us the hard things. (laughs) That's the goal. I mean, you want to let go of somebody and have them still love you and honor you and appreciate the time. And you have that gift and you're very good at that. And I've been around you long enough now to see that. And I've heard it from other people too. So well done. As a mompreneur, juggling a business that you have grown so much over this past year and two kids and a husband working. Is there any nugget of wisdom that you would like to say to somebody who's thinking about leveling up their business, pursuing their dreams, opening their doors? What would you say to them? I would say, and this is something I say to myself, it's glorified to have only an on button. We don't always have to live in the hustle. Sometimes my seasons of the most growth has happened when I'm intentionally doing less. That would be it. So you shared a lot today. You shared a lot with businesses wanting to ask those questions, how we should go through the lovely topic of insurance, but you shared a lot of nitty gritty behind the scenes of Mm. the difficult stuff of running a business and what is perceived as successful. And sometimes it's the quiet when Mm. most will Mm -hmm. happen. So thanks for sharing that, Beth. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. You are a gift to me and my Likewise, girl. And um, ladies and gentlemen, those few gentlemen that listen to the podcast, (laughs) if you are local and need of somebody to look at insurance for you, I know Beth would be a great person. Beth, where can people find you and learn more about you? Well, our website is aspireinsurancegroup.com and it's Aspire, A-S-P-I-R-E. So all of our contact information is there. We are also on Facebook. Um, and I, I don't do a lot of social media outside Good. of that. Don't do it. If you don't have to, <laughs> you got word of mouth, girl. You're doing great. You're doing great. Everybody check her out. Go stalk her properly. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'll have all the links in the show notes and all that fun stuff. But Beth, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And everybody have a great week. Go crush it. We'll see you here. Same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Hey there, guys. Real quick. If you are loving the podcast, could you do me a huge favor? Would you rate and review this podcast so other people could find it? That is the best way for people to find more about In the Nitty Gritty. Thanks so much. Peace.